0: what's going on everybody and welcome to episode four of the guys podcast let's get right into the intro
1: sit back turn it up and let it ride tune in any day or any night you need to hit the like and please subscribe right now because you're hanging with the guy all right
0: everyone thank you for tuning in to the guys podcast like i said this is episode four we got caleb with me and brad once again. We're going to get right into it. If you have any uh, questions, you can always comment on your platform or email us at theguyspodcast at AOL.com. This week, we want to touch a little bit about the not guilty verdict for Kyle Rittenhouse in the Kenosha, Wisconsin shooting of three people. Um, I don't want to get too into the weeds about politics or this and that, the right and wrong of it. Uh, But we do want to talk about it because we do live in Wisconsin. I live like 40 minutes from Kenosha, so it it does impact this area. Um, And I'll just quickly give my piece and then we we'll move on and let them have their opportunity to speak. For me, I just think that it's a shame about the coverage of this story because um, a lot of the things that um, happen in society these days end up being so split and divisive. And so the coverage of this story is so polarizing. So you have the one side, obviously that is saying that he did it and he should rot in jail. And then there's other side saying that he's an American, he's a Patriot. It's like, okay, well, isn't there some type of middle ground for us to assess this situation? And there are ways to go about that in a factual way. And so I think it's just a real shame. And it just kind of was a reflection of that time, to be honest, 2020 um, with the things that were happening in in Minneapolis, then that Jacob Blake thing happening uh, right or wrong, what you say about those specific cases. I I won't get into the weeds, like I said, but that polarizing time with the presidential campaign and all that stuff, it just seems like that was just a part of that narrative. And I wish that things that happen like this, we would just kind of take a step back and use our common sense of like, what is right in your head and what is wrong in your head? Like Everything should be pretty common sense of like, okay, in this situation by law, it might be this, but what do you, what in your gut tells you is right or wrong? And so that's all I have to say about that. I'll pass over to Caleb to, to give his two cents.
1: Um, I will say that I was not surprised about the verdict. Um, take that how you want to take that. Um, it's, unfortunate that people had to lose their lives in this way i will i will give my condolences to the family and to the people who were affected um what i would more like to focus on is the reason why there were protests in kenosha in the first place i feel like there has been a I, i don't feel like this is political i feel like this is just a fact there has been a precedent of you know violence and brutality against people of color and the justice system not working in a way where people of color feel that it's fair and just. Um, This Rittenhouse situation is a little bit different because um, like Chris said, we're not going to get into the weeds, so it's a bit different. Um, But I, I will say that I don't want to lose sight of the fact that I understand why people in Kenosha were upset uh, last year in, what was that, August? I less understand, but I mean, you could kind of justify why people were in Kenosha saying that they wanted to protect the people uh, because there is a right and a wrong way to protest and I don't condone looting and, you know, burning things down. I will say that I feel that both parties, both sides of the of the argument were wrong in this situation. You shouldn't have been protesting in the way that you did, um, where you were destroying the town, but you also shouldn't have been there with guns intimidating people who were protesting. And I feel like this verdict is taking away from the fact that there are bigger, more fundamental issues with our system in terms of, why people are allowed to own AR-15s and why people are protesting about uh, police brutality and police killings. And so, like I said, don't want to talk about the actual response to the House verdict, but I, I do want to, like Christian said, talk about the coverage of this and how we're politicizing something that... It's much bigger than just this one moment in time there's so much more history and so much more nuance to the fact that it's left right it's black white it's it's not that simple and i think that oh, eventually we will get to a point where we start having these deeper conversations about particularly in this case um gun control and why that's such a problem in the united states
2: agree literally with what you just said Caleb how um, it's so many things it touches on so many aspects of what our society is going through and um, sensitive topics that are around right now as far as left right black white This touches on gun issues too Um, there's so many different topics you can get into and it's 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 crazy how it's all focused in on one case in one trial I mean we'll kind of see where it goes from here but like y'all were saying both sides had like bad reasons (laughs) to be there um I mean I get protesting I think it did go a little far um but also for Kyle to have been dropped off by his mom like in a totally different city over there with the a with assault rifle um i don't know it's kind of hard to just fathom that and then to be put in this situation i mean it would be different if it was a, a store owner um protecting his own store her own store um and was attacked but i mean for just a random 17 year old kid to be placed in this situation i think it goes further than him too i think it's how he's raised and i mean we won't get, get into that but um yeah, I mean, it, it. there's just so many things it touches on, and it's, it's, I mean, there's been so many crazy cases, just, I mean, like y'all were mentioning George Floyd, which kind of started all the protests in the first place, um, I mean, and this is just another one in the past few years that is bringing up topics that we as a society and as a country and just humans in general need to really focus on and touch in on. Um, in order to move forward as, uh, as, I don't know, as a team, as as one, because we're so split up now, it's, it's insane how it seems like we've gone so far back. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not, I don't want to get too far into it, but I, I agree for the most part with what y'all were saying, just how there's so many aspects this is going on.
0: I mean, I could, I could go all day, honestly, about opinions, and I, I mean, obviously, it started back with Trayvon Martin was, that I can remember in our lifetime that I was like, that. Um, I can't remember the guy that got off with that, and I, I kind of saw at, at my age. I think that was, yeah, that was um, twenty back. eleven, ish. Yeah. Um, twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Like, I remember that it was polarizing. And so one thing that I do find disgusting, and I will give my opinion on this, is, like, the con- congressional people and people in the Senate that are saying, oh, like, I want this guy to be my intern. It's like, like, he did kill these people. Yeah. Like, at the end of he that wasn't the debate. The debate wasn't that he killed the people. The debate was, like, was it self-defense? So, like, I just think that that's, that's the wrong precedent to send is, like, you're going to hire these people because you're, he stands for America? Because I, I don't think that's American regardless of if you say it's right or wrong, like killing someone is not American to me. So like, that's where I think I draw the line is like those extremes. I don't like the extremes of the the right and the left. It's just like, can we just have common sense in every single situation? And it's just, it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper and more divisive, more divisive. And that's why I'm running for president. Check me out in uh, 20, uh, what's that going to be? 2032, 2032. Check me out.
1: All right, so let's transition to a music topic. Um, Chris, you know a little bit more about the topic. Do you want to, like, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, we kind of talked about this in episode one, a little bit about Drake and Kanye's beef or whatnot. Um, But shortly, a little while ago, maybe a week, week and a half, uh, (laughs) Kanye put out this, like, apology video. It looked like (laughs) when your parent makes you apologize to, like, a kid that you, like, pushed. or something it looked like he was reading a statement and it, he was reading a statement basically asking drake and him to end the beef to have a, a benefit concert um in december and drake accepted and they are preparing that concert to happen in december so just kind of talk want to talk about like um, what you think about the situation is it like make waves for you does it show anything about maturity or is it you think it's just kind of like a publicity stunt
1: um for me personally i don't think kanye cares about publicity at this point so i don't think it's a publicity stunt for him i i think if kanye is going to say something or do something it's because he is genuinely passionate about it and wants to do it And so, like, with him coming out and saying, like, apologizing, basically saying, like, let's end it. I think that's because he understands that he was wrong in some regards. And it's kind of stupid to be fighting with someone who you were formerly, like, who you formerly found in and who you formerly were working with. And so I think it's big of Kanye to, like, come out and do this because I don't think Drake really cared that much i mean he was probably he was probably like upset when kanye like leaked his son and fueled that whole beef with pusha t i felt like that was more real than the kanye beef i feel like drake at this point was like whatever kanye is going to be kanye so I, I think that it was big of kanye to you know man up and say you know what i let's just end it it's not worth it especially with you know rappers and artists and all this stuff dying so frequently nowadays i I feel like that's kind of a statement to say life's too short let's just do something and use this for our benefit and make a lot of money for a cause
2: um i was thinking too i think in kanye's eyes um it was a big thing for kanye to kind of do that (laughs) um drake i think he it opportunity kind of just presented itself in in his lap and now he's gonna take advantage of being like one of the biggest stars in the game again and staying at the top um i mean i don't know it's just kind of funny like i'm pretty sure drake like doesn't care everybody knows about adonis now and and like he's chilling so it's i don't know it's kind of funny that kanye comes comes out again but i mean it's good for him i mean I don't know, with the divorce and everything going on too, maybe he's trying to like grow as a person himself. And we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to the collab though. I mean, as a music fan. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes, the collab con- concert. And after that,
0: I just want to start off by saying um, I was looking at the charts uh, earlier today, music charts, Billboard top 100. I just want to say before I get into this that there's no way that Way Too Sexy by Drake should have been number one. I'm, the song is not that good bro start with that but to talk about kanye west and drake i think it is a publicity stunt but not in the way that people would say like he's only doing it for the publicity i think he's doing it for the publicity of the cause that he thinks is uh, correct he's talked about um larry hoover and that side of things for quite a while Um, I don't really know Drake's stance on it, but I assume that he agrees with that if he's agreeing to do it. Or I, I don't really understand why the beef has to focus around that cause. Like, I feel like the beef should just be like, oh, to show that the beef is over, let's just do this concert. Not, let's put our beef aside. Help me get this money for this cause. Like, I feel like he's almost using Drake because he knows Drake has a higher selling power than him. And putting their two names on there is going to make a ton of money for that cause. So I, I think I'm I'm a little indifferent about it. I really don't like put a lot of energy into following this type of stuff. But I thought it was funny to watch the video of him like reading it. Um, it definitely seemed very like, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Any you got anything else, Caleb? Brad? Ah, uh, no. All right, so we can move on to our second half of the music topic. So Silk Sonic early dropped, am I saying that right? Early dropped their album. It was slated to be released in December originally. Uh, Well, next year, actually, then they said December. Then I think it just randomly kind of came out um, because I, I was just talking with one of my students about, oh, how it's coming out in December. And then like two days later, they were like, it's out. Um, and then we also want to talk about Adele, who just dropped at the time of recording this last night or uh, Friday, so yesterday. Um, and so just kind of talk about the thoughts of the direction of where music's going if you have any initial thoughts on the album. And I'll start um, with um, I'll start with Adele. I think that Adele is one of those generational voices, and it's kind of hard to not like the sound that is produced um based off of what i have heard and i haven't gone really deep into the album but based on what i have heard it's very vulnerable which is tends to be adele's thing it almost seems like it's so vulnerable that they don't edit it like they don't throw in a ton of like compression or effects or eq they kind of just let her voice and like even the things like her breathing and like if she's like certain things that you can hear with her mouth, they kept that all in there because they wanted to sound so authentic. Um, So I I enjoyed the sound so far. Like I said, I haven't dove really deep into it. Um, But Adele is always a classic. Um, I've heard there's there's backstories in some of the songs um, about like her divorce and things like that with her kid. And so um, I need to definitely get get a deeper dive and, and explore that album. I'm an Adele fan from afar. I wouldn't say like I'm like a stan or anything. I really think she has a powerful voice. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a solid. Uh, but before I get into the second part um, of like where I think music's going, I'll talk about Silk Sonic, then I'll pass it to you, Caleb. Uh, Silk Sonic, uh, I think we kind of saw this coming because they've been kind of doing this all year. I don't know exactly when Leave the Door Open came out. That might have been May, May June. Like It was a while ago. Been, before been that. Caleb,
2: I saw Caleb do a cover on it. So. Yeah, that was
0: a while ago. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. long yeah. time ago. That was maybe March. Yeah. That was a while ago. And so I I, I was like, okay, they're, this is what they're going for. I almost feel like if they would have just kind of held it back and waited till this time to start really pumping it, they never dropped Leave the Door Open or Skate, and they kind of just came out right now. People would be like, it would be more of a wow factor. But I think now that you had six months to sit on. Okay, this is going to be like a 60s, 70s retro type sound. Um, I think, nonetheless, it's really well done. Um, The sound, as always with Bruno, is very well done in terms of the mix and mastering. Um, That is a very nostalgic type of sound, so I really enjoy it. Um, If I had to give any critiques, I probably couldn't. Um, I will say that, if you are a fan of bruno mars i actually have 24 karat magic right here and that album had some of these types of songs on it hidden in there a lot of people didn't hear it because they didn't listen to the album and the songs that he was pushing out was not that so like uh versace on the floor kind of dipped there there was another song i'm trying to think i'm blanking on it but um I'm not even gonna try to
1: remember. That's the last thing you like the way you're... yes,
0: there's some older the songs that he's trying to bring that sound back. And so I think that my guessing is that Anderson loves that, likes that album. He's like, we can even push this further with the type of drum style. Um, so I'm a really big fan of Anderson. His drumming is like, bruh. It's like it reminds me of um the roots, uh, Questlove, how Questlove has that distinct sound to him. Like, Anderson has that distinct sound. And as a former drummer, I don't drum anymore. It, it definitely is an impressive thing to do. So I I, I think it's a really uh, solid sound. And we'll, I'll talk about uh, how it's going to affect the future in a second, but I'll pass it over to Kim.
1: Okay. So I will also talk about another album that came out. Was it last week? That's Taylor Swift's Red Album remake. Um, from what I understand, it actually did better in the charts than um, in terms of streaming numbers than Silk Sonic did Um, what I will say is that in listening to the album I'm not a hater on Taylor Swift but in terms of musicality and originality because it's literally a remake of an album she put out like 10 years ago there is no reason why Taylor Swift's re-release of a 10-year-old album should be doing more numbers than Silk Sonic in my opinion. But I do understand Taylor's cause because she's basically trying to re-release this music to take money away from the record label and to like ensure that they don't get any more money from like being exploited exploitative of her work. I totally understand that. I like the cause, but I don't think it should have been nearly as huge as Silk Sonic. But I will say Silk Sonic is right in my lane in the type of music that I like. And there's a lot of people who like Taylor Swift's style. Um, And so that's that. In terms of Adele, I have kind of listened to it. And that's a type of album that will age... Like very well because it's not, it's not stuck on a time period, kind of like Taylor Swift is stuck in like a pop like two thousands twenty tens, like, high school girl vibe. Adele is not that. Adele is I'm just going to have a piano and a guitar and sing my heart out, and my voice is so good that you're going to listen even though it's stripped down, like Chris said. That's Adele, and not many people in this world can do that. And so I I think that it's going to be an album that just gets better with time as you appreciate just how good of a vocalist Adele is and, like, the storytelling in that album. Silk Sonic, that is, for me, that's, like, right up my alley. I like that old-school... Um, like Philly, Motown type of sound. Um, Like Chris said, Anderson Pack on the drums, just impeccable in the pocket, the bass players, the horns, the harmonies, like the key changes. It's just a lot of ear candy for someone who tries to play music. I'm not nearly as talented as the people who are producing this music, but I, I just think that it's an amazing album, it didn't overstay its welcome it's 31 minutes long exactly if you take off the intro it's almost exactly 30 minutes I think it was the perfect length of an album and even like the track list on the album almost is almost perfect because like you go from they're talking about how they're gonna leave the door open and then they you know they do the thing they fall in love after last night then he's smoking out the window um and then the next song, he's like trying to put on a smile because he called her a B and all that stuff. And now he's saying, like, everything, when I called you out your name, uh, I was just, you know, that was my ego, my my pride and pain. Like it, it, it's just a really good album. And and I feel like I know that it's not going to get the Grammy nominations and the awards and all of that, like people like Adele and Taylor will get. But I think that for me personally, it's going to be something that I keep coming back to because there's just so much musicality there.
0: I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to comment on something Caleb said. So two things actually, cause you just said right then, I think it was the wrong length. And what I mean by that is, um, it, it two reasons. So it's really good. And the old school style of things are like really longer albums that are like, you know, A-side, B-side and two different vinyls, like longer music that you can just put on and just ride to and things like that. And secondly, if they want to tour together, 30 minutes of content is going to be need to be stretched and they're probably going to have to do their own music and then like combine it. And the point of it was supposed to be an evening of Silk Sonic. So if you're going to do that, maybe they have unreleased music.
1: I, I think they definitely have a couple tracks that aren't released. And if you listen to the songs, like even with blast off at the very end where he's like, can we take it higher? Oh yeah. Like blasting off in, like there are, there are points in the music where they could just keep taking it up. They can keep reprising it. They can mix songs together and. Because it's so musical, I think that in concert, they can play one of these songs for 15 minutes and you won't get tired of it. That's the type of song that is, and they can mix them together.
0: I just, that was my concern. I was like, okay, this is 30. I thought it would be at least 50, around 50, because 30, if you're doing a two hour plus show, that's tough. Like, as much as you say, reprises and stuff. Um, and the second thing, I'll let you go, Brad, is. Um, I think it will get the nominations, but it won't. Like you said, it won't necessarily. Um,
1: it won't win.
0: won't win. Uh, we spoke about it a few episodes ago, but I think that Olivia Rodrigo is going to do numbers because of that demographic, that high school age young, youth. But I also enjoy her music because she can blow very well if you listen to her stripped down so. Um, I think it will get its, you know, recognition by the true music people that do the Grammys. Um, but they do take into account popularity in their music as well. So you might see some of the lower categories, they get like some awards kind of like um like
1: they don't get best production or like
0: Yeah, they might get stuff like that. Um that you'll see um people like the lower level people best video. Yeah. They might get that type of stuff. I'll let you go back.
2: I agree with you on that. Um and just kind of going off of what y'all were just saying about the length. Um, I like the length of the album because, I mean, it, for too long, I'm, I'm never going to finish it all in one sitting. Uh, 30 minutes, you could finish that in a drive and be feeling good about it. Um, I definitely think in concert, they would definitely get creative with it, um, extend some songs, um, s- switch some stuff around, do some unreleased music. They'll probably still perform just stuff like their own singles, Um Maybe do like a little collab work on that, but I think it would be totally fine. Um, Silk Sonic itself, though. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just an all-around good album. I knew it was going to be right up Caleb's alley once. Uh, well, I guess once I, I heard that uh, cover that you did, uh, Leave the Door Open, I was like, oh, okay, when's that coming out? Um, but no, and then I heard Smoking Out the Window a few days before, uh, or a few days ago, too, and I was like, man, this is this is something different um it, it's just it's full of just different sounds and passion and soul and it's such a refreshing type of sound uh to have in this day and age where i mean a lot of stuff that comes out it either just sounds like the same old thing or it's just not appealing to my ears um but this i mean this is i would listen to this like doing anything cleaning working um like it, it doesn't matter it's so universal to me um as far as adele's i haven't like chris i haven't dove deep into it um i knew i figured it was going to be a very emotional very raw album though um just i knew i know it's a lot about divorce and how what she's been going through the past few years especially i know she was going through a lot of stuff with when she was going through her weight loss Um, And people were giving her flack for that. So just the ability to overcome that. And I know she's not even going to tour anymore just because of, um, um, I guess, it's anxiety and depression. Um, And so, I mean, for her to overcome that and drop an album so raw and be so vulnerable with it, um, that's amazing, honestly. I need to dive deeper into it, but Adele does have one of those voices where if you hear it, you listen, and there's not many like y'all were saying. There's not many people that have that. Um, I think for me, I think it's her and Sam Smith that those are the two. I'm like, mm, all right, let me let me hear what's uh, let me finish the song out, um, no matter what. But um, I think both. I don't know. I think both will get the nominations. Um, I don't think Silk gonna take home any of the majors. I figured when Taylor Swift when I saw she was gonna be re releasing that album, um, I knew that was gonna fly up the charts like crazy there was no way so that'll probably take home a lot of the bigger stuff um adele's too but i don't know Silk sonic out of the two I, that's the one i would listen to uh on repeat more for sure
0: touch on like what what these two projects mean for music and like um the taylor swift i honestly don't think it will bring the nominations because it's a re-ish release you know um and there's charts
1: some, there's some new stuff on it but it's basically
0: yeah and, and it's a then it'll do numbers but the way that the academy does their awards um is like the best of both worlds and so like i said i think it'll be olivia it'll be a uh, little nas it'll be adele it'll be silk i'm trying to think of any like they always got to throw some people of color in there somewhere. I don't know who that person people are going to be. Um, but I think that this kind of proves that like real, like not, I'm not going to say real, but like that pure form of music is still viable and can still make money and do numbers. I think a lot of people try to do that carbon copy of like this, is I'm going to do what's safe because I'm, it's already been tested by other artists. And so my moment of hearing that was with 2020 Experience back in 13 is like, I, in my lifetime, don't remember someone putting out music that sounds so unique in that it is not the same as what people put out today. And Silk Sonic has done that. Adele is Adele, like you said, Brad. So like, it's just proves that like, you don't have to Try to be like someone else. You can, if you are talented and you you believe in what your music is, it will be a, a good thing. Like it, it, it's you can be have a beautiful voice and let that stand for itself. So, hopefully, we have more great music to come, uh, more great vocalists. I, I love singing. I, I've always preferred singing over uh, other types of music. Uh, you know, pure singing is is what I'm trying to say. Like just straight vocalists without auto tune without um compression without heavy effects like uh, metal and like uh rock i enjoy country music when it's just pure like guitar not even that much drums just guitar and singer i i like that to listen to um and and hopefully we have more of that to come
1: yeah i i just hope that projects like this will show artists that you can still do numbers and be creative and be different and maybe people will experiment. I mean, it might not all go over well, but at least people will try it because it it definitely makes an impact on people when you hear something that's not the exact same drums and auto-tune and, like, since it, it sounds different when it's real music.
2: Was muted. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, just the future releases. Um, I, I can't wait for Silk Sonic to go on tour just to see what kind of unreleased music, little snippets I can get of concerts and stuff. Um, it's a it's an exciting time. It, like I said, with everybody and it, just going kind of touching back with to Drake and Kanye and them kind of squad with. I don't know what's kind of going on with young, what happened with Young Dolph and that kind of thing. And just how it's some sort of unity and then Silk Sonic coming in and just having that classic feel to it, having that nice, refreshing end of the year. Um, Hopefully going into next year, just keep having some good music and some positive vibes and unity. And um, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Music feels wholesome again.
0: Mm
2: hmm.
1: (laughs)
0: add one thing because i don't know what triggered in my brain it's just i just wish music would be more like fashion where people take risks they do these like kind of crazy experimental looks and i think that's what kanye does is do those experimental things and so while um and and fashion will call back a lot of old fashion like stuff from the 40s and 30s and 20s the people will curate that and bring it back and they'll be like oh that's a good look it's it's kind of recycled but it's new again and so i wish music would do that rather than this slow progression of the same music o- over and over again until one person is like i'm gonna try this thing which is usually like kanye or or some like a uh, vocalist like um uh silk sonic they're like oh we like that we're all gonna do that now so everyone tries to do that, and then it's like, okay, who's going to be that next person to create their own sound? Um, and so that's kind of what I wish it was like, is like that fashion always moving forward. So um, let's move on to our main topic. I wouldn't even call it a main topic today because, honestly, the other ones were kind of still on their own. Um, but I do want to briefly ha- have a topic every, at least every single episode. So we want to talk about boredom um, and kind of like not – bored of someone in a relationship but kind of like how to keep it fresh and so um i think one of the things i've tried really hard over the past 18 months or so like kind of when not 18 months maybe a year when covid started to loosen up a little bit um it's trying to be more like spontaneous exciting try new things without compromising who i am and what i stand for and it is tough because like there is a level I I don't necessarily think my anxiety is the same as other people's and the way they feel, but like for me, one thing that I don't feel the most comfortable doing is like going out to like a bar with like music and just a bunch of people. Um, I get anxious in a way that's like I don't really feel ever comfortable. So it's not like I am panicking or anything like that, but I'm just like I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to fit in. Um, and everyone's having a great time. And I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't really, you know. So how can I do things that don't make me feel uncomfortable, but also do things that are new and stepping out of my comfort zone? And I think, Brad, I probably have seen this in you the most out of the friend group of, like, I feel like I, maybe I'm wrong, but when we were younger and, like, freshman year, I didn't really see you be that, like, you were kind of a little bit more reserved and like now you're kind of like more willing to try new things and experiment. And we went freaking canoeing or whatever we were doing. I'm like, (laughs) so I kind of want to hear from you first.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, back in high school, I, I remember I, anytime I had to present, I knew I would sweat really bad. And so I would wear a hoodie. It could be 90 degrees outside. I was wearing a hoodie to class that day and I would hold it up in like front of my eyes like this so people couldn't see my face and I couldn't see them. Otherwise, I'd start like shaking. Um, I got to college and at that time, Marina and I were developing our relationship. Um, and time, I don't know what happened, I, I, I came into myself more. Um, I grew into myself and public speaking wasn't a big deal. I got super open to meeting new people, having conversations I've never had before, learning things. Um, I don't know. I think it was just a culmination of growing up, like wanting to, like you said, fit in more uh, in social ex- uh, experiences. Um, and then now, I mean, I'm to the point where I could, if I don't know 10 people in a room, I'll be just fine and I'll hold conversations with all 10 of them if they'll have me. Um, but yeah, and then just the overall state of boredom. And it, it it's kind of hard because, I mean, with COVID, I I well I used to I mean when I was like 21 22 but when covid hit and now we're kind of on the back end I guess of it um kind of I still don't like to go out um Marina's the same way we we enjoy each other's company at home and it's I was thinking the other day the other night, it's like I I hope like she's not getting like bored like cuz Like we'll like just sit here and watch some TV and we'll watch the same show three nights in a row. And I'm sitting there like, man, like, should I be like planning different things or should we be it's Saturday night? Like, let's go out. Um, But then it's not even about that. It's just about truly appreciating and knowing how to love someone the way they want to be loved and know, knowing when to do things. And I think it has a lot to do with compatibility also um, about, I mean, if say if I wanted to go out all the time and she didn't, or vice versa, like one of us is going to get bored just staying in and the other one wants to go out all the time. And, um, but I don't know, it's boredom overall. It's just about kind of knowing how someone wants to be loved and how someone wants to be um, uh, spoken to and just every day lived with.
1: Um, what I would say is. I am not a very exciting person. I feel like I'm pretty boring, pretty, you know, clean cut straight down the line. Um, and so I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I am not stuck in my ways and in, in the sense where I'm not going to try new things, new foods, new places, new adventures, things like that. i um, willing to, know, try new things, explore new things. If I find something like online or something like that, I'll say, hey, we should try this. Um, but I feel like in my previous relationship, the other person was so focused on, oh, I'm bored. I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. Like you can't sit down and just be in the house or like be with me and understand that I'm not that type of person. And so like, you're always bored. And so I've kind of come to a place where I'm not trying to entertain my significant other, if that makes sense. Like, I want to be able to have experiences together and be able to do things that we both enjoy and to have fun. But in our day-to-day lives, um, I want to be enough. And so I don't feel like I should have to have gimmicks and um, you know, jump over the moon and do three black backflips in order to make this person not bored. Um, so I, I, I think that it is important to be spontaneous and to like have plans and to like not get into a routine where you're complacent or where you're stagnant. But at the same time, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to do, um, magic in order to make this person not bored uh because that can be a not so healthy relationship in in that in that way because you want to feel like you're enough and that person should know that you're enough if you're not feeling up for going on partying or if you're not feeling up for going and doing this or doing that like brad said sometimes i just want to sit and watch netflix for a day or two at a time, because that's my personality. I'm naturally introverted. And so I think it is like, Brad, you kind of hit it on the head. It's about compatibility and it's about what your significant other is willing to like work with you on and understand with you. And like, Chris, I, I think it is important to be spontaneous and to be romantic and that those are things that I do. But at the same time, I'm not going to, make it my mission to make my significant other happy or to entertain them um so i I don't know like yeah
2: caleb you're gonna find somebody that feels the exact same way you do and then y'all are just gonna be perfect (laughs) and yeah everything will be golden
1: um
0: i want to touch on a few things generally that you said it's just like i struggle with the balance because not because um I how do I put this like I want to go over the moon for her because I feel like she I, I want to show her that she's worth that but in my pursuit of doing that it almost sets myself up for like failure when I don't do those things so like if I'm doing these things showing actively um I'm doing you know everything bending over backwards to show her how much I appreciate her and care for her. And then one day or one week, I'm like just chilling. It's like, I've set myself up for a standard that now I'm not necessarily living up to. And so that's where it's kind of like this, like teeter totter of like, um, like I can do those things. I am capable of doing those things. I appreciate you, but sometimes I'm just not, in that space i'm not in that energy i just kind of like today or not even today just like i've been busy like i've been working i've been been officiating so i've had meetings with that Had early meetings late stuff at work and refereed last night Refereed today so like right now if she was like let's do this i'd be like bruh no <laughs> so it's like it's not even like a, a lack of like wanting to do this because i want her to be happy and i want to try to do things that makes her feel comfortable with me Um, because just as much as i want to sit at home she might want to go and go to up down and hang out and so i want to be in a space where i understand her needs and she understands my needs and we're not necessarily battling on that but we are able to kind of cross over into those and so i think i've managed it pretty well but i do think that um like it's definitely a standard that i'm kind of like have to hold myself to and i've set myself up like the weekly flowers i'm like bruh, like i get her flowers every week so it's like yeah, i want to do those things but if i forget she's like so where, are the, where are the flowers so yeah
2: well and then like at that point too though it's it's all about communication you know like yeah. if like if you're going hard and um flowering her with gifts and just um love and words um and then all of a sudden you just cut it off like of course yes, yeah, she, she's gonna be like what's what's going on but if you're just like hey i've been going through a lot like i'm just gonna chill here for a minute all right like more than likely it'll be okay so that's that's i guess it goes back to just like knowing how like how someone like needs to be talked to and loved um there's always a way because i mean at the beginning of marine and i's uh, relationship like I mean, she was in, like, the bar scene and stuff, and, like, I didn't like to go out all the time. I mean, we didn't go out all the time. shouldn't say that. But, like, times when we would, I'd be like, oh, okay, like how you were saying, Chris, like, a little anxious, like, um, trying to fit in. But I don't know. After a while, uh, we kind of just grooved and started really coming together and how we feel about those types of things and other things in as a whole. And, um, now we, we honestly, after almost eight years, we truly know, um uh, for the most part, how we, how each other wants to go about our lives and what we want to do with our lives.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. We
0: can go into our outro. Um, one gotta go. These are getting hard to come up with. So if y'all got any ideas, <laughs> drop them in the, in the comments, Like. um, <laughs> I actually do, like, think that this is an interesting one. I wish that there's so many fruits out there that it's hard to narrow down. Like, everyone has their own fruits. So, it's almost like you could, like, draw them from a list or draw them from a basket and then we could use those four. But the four we have today are apples, grapes, pineapples, and strawberries. And so, um, my first to stay... Ooh, oh my God, that's tough. Go ahead, Caleb.
1: Mm-hmm. First to stay is pineapple. That's easy. It's it's very good. Um, it's the sweetest out of all of them. Um, in my opinion, I think if you have it and like prepare it the right way and just have it in the fridge, I'm going through pineapple the quickest because it's just so good. I will say. And pineapple flavored pineapple flavored anything? Like pineapple flavored soda, fire.
0: I will say that pineapple, if it's on a fruit tray, I'll eat it first. But a bad pineapple is like real sour. I don't oh, know. I'm it like it. Um, if we're talking about juices, this would be different. But I will say my first to stay is also pineapple.
2: I mean, pineapple's gonna be the one I get rid of, but for me, first to stay, I know it know. Probably be apples. I mean, on a fruit plate, any, I'll take any apple on there first. Green apples, probably my one of my all-time favorite fruits. I like like tart, sour things. Um, so, apples, my top.
0: All right, my next off the board is. <laughs> oh, all I heard is a. Hmm. My next <laughs> off the board, and and this was tough if you know you know (laughs) and this was tough uh grapes gotta be seedless um i also give them a nod because white grape juice i just discovered about i never drank white grape juice like probably ever maybe like the sparkling but just pure welch's great white grape till about march of last year i was like hmm (laughs) this is my new favorite juice ever so white grape juice with that white solar grape, stream. white grape juice so grapes uh seedless grapes because seeds just throw it off for me um i will say there are some downsides sides to grapes because they have to be in that like t- strong does that make sense they have to be strong firm, firm. if they yeah. don't then it just throws it off and i won't eat them so
1: uh to second to stay got to be strawberry um i don't know there's something about a good strawberry um when it's fresh um it's not too sweet for me you can dip it in chocolate if you want to get a little bit more sweetness strawberries go good in smoothies like a strawberry smoothie with like some bananas great I just think and strawberry flavor things is probably like my all time favorite just like additive flavor is strawberry. So it'd be hard to uh to get rid of that one.
2: Yeah, my second to say is definitely gotta be grapes too. Um frozen grapes S tier if we ever do any kind of <laughs> tier list. Tier list coming up. Yeah. Frozen grapes. Um yeah, now that that alone puts it as my second. Um Yeah, I don't. Chris, do you want to start off on? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So if we were talking about flavoring, so it'd be easy for me, but we're not. I
2: agree. That's gonna be part of mine too.
0: But we're not talking about flavor. We're talking about the actual fruit, and strawberry just ain't it, bro. (laughs) Strawberry is not it, bro. I will not. I don't eat straw. I don't just like oh, this nice plump strawberry. I'm gonna eat. No, bro. It's not, no. And then you have to clean it. It's so hard to clean because the seeds are on the outside. Ugh, I just don't it's rock. Eat, eat the seeds. I don't. You just eat the seeds, no, but th- there's bugs that will hide in the seeds. You have to clean it thoroughly. I don't rock right. with the strawberries. Now, if we're talking about flavoring, that'll probably be the first off the board. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> strawberry Pop Tarts, any strawberry candy, lollipops. <laughs> Strawberry. Oh, with Popeye's. Oh, bruh. <laughs> but we're talking about the fruit um, apples. Um, it's gotta be green. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't really eat red. Gotta be green. Gotta be fresh. Um, but I pineapple. I mean, not pineapple. Strawberry. I I, well, I don't eat strawberry. Like I, j- I just don't eat them. I will put it in a smoothie if it's frozen. So I have like frozen strawberries. Um, I'll put those in there, but I, it won't just be strawberry and banana. Like it's just kind of like a side, just to throw some, you know, just to diversify a little bit. Uh, cherries and pineapples to me are at the top of my list. Cherries not on here, but strawberry gotta go, bro.
1: It's apples for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's just I don't know. I don't buy apples if i'm going to the store to buy fruit i would buy grapes i'd buy grapes oranges pineapples strawberries um that's probably it honestly i'm probably forgetting something but like i i just i wouldn't buy a bag of apples because i knew it i'd know it just sit there like if it's apple slices on a tray i'm going to eat them
0: okay let me change your mind the struggle you got peanut butter and jelly You got to pick one fruit to pair with that peanut butter and jelly. You got to take it to lunch. (laughs) You tell me you're not picking the green apple.
1: Because that's settling for the apple.
0: No, you would pick (laughs) green. Tell me you wouldn't. Like, imagine you were packing a sack lunch and it was peanut butter and jelly. What are you pairing? I don't
1: eat sack lunches. I'm saying back in the day. If (laughs) if you was in college. No, back in college. I'd actually, I'd probably go with the grapes, honestly. A peanut butter and jelly with the grapes. Bro, no, <laughs> it's
0: a green apple. It's like a staple of I ain't got it right now.
1: I don't. No, nah, I. I just. I wouldn't see myself just buying apples. Like I don't dislike apples. I don't dislike any of these. It's just if I'm going to buy something just to enjoy or to like put in something, because that's really what you what I know. What fruits? You're gonna be surprised. I agree with you, Caleb. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I'm gonna say apples got to go for that reason, because I will eat strawberry like smoothie, um, or strawberry shake, which is strawberry. It's not flavored like they actually put strawberries in it. Um, apples, I wouldn't put in a uh, anything, and I don't really just eat apples like that. Um, if it was just one to one, like just eating it, it would be apple. I would keep. Uh, but if we're talking about like the additive because that's where majority of my fruit intake comes. Is I I like smoothies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna. I'd have to. Sorry,
1: apples. Yeah, it's just apples don't. I really don't know. Go in anything. They're not versatile.
0: Them. They're not yeah. versatile. They they have to be slices or like or apple shrimp. pie maybe. No. See, we, we talked about that.
2: Nah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I before you switched it up, Chris. I couldn't have. Ha- I couldn't have had agreed with you more. Um, <laughs> in regards to. The strawberry flavor, how strawberry flavoring is amazing. I mean, strawberry ice cream, uh, strawberry—I guess juice, but I get like strawberry lemonade, like all that kind of oh. stuff. Uh, you know what? I'm switching, but... back.
0: I'm switching <laughs> back. I'm switching back. I'm switching back because I just had some windy strawberry lemonade oh with strawberries in it. I'm switching back. I'm switching. <laughs> strawberry back. gotta stay. Oh man. That's flavor. That, sorry, sorry, that was additive. It's not real strawberry. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Strawberry. I, I like apples, like eating apples more than I am gonna make a strawberry smoothie, because I'm never just gonna make a strawberry like smoothie by itself, but I'll grab an apple and like I'll like whenever I make mine, I'll cut it up, put like lime juice, the like I do it up too. So I mean I'll just eat an apple straight off the core too, but <laughs>
1: Uh, like, this an apple is... is an apple is solid. Like I'm, it's just the not... fruit
2: itself.
1: Yeah, the fruit itself is solid. But... Okay,
0: I've made my decision. Oh god! Sorry, I've gone back and forth. What's well,
2: pineapple going out now?
0: <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry, strawberry has got to go because I have to default back to if there's a fruit tray with grapes, apples, pineapples, and strawberry. I'm not touching strawberry. Exactly. So like that.
2: That's what I'm thinking about.
0: Well, we appreciate y'all's time <laughs> oh. today listening to the guys podcast episode four. Hope y'all have a great and safe uh, holidays with the Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that madness that's going to be happening. Eat some great food, spend some time with your families um, and remember what you're thankful for. Um, appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all on the next one.
1: Peace! Sit back, turn it up and let it ride. Tune in any day or any night You need to hit the like and please subscribe Right now Cause you hanging with me